0: If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. If there's topics you'd love to have us address, we would love to share them with you. Let us know your impact and let us know your feedback. I would say right now, as we sit here today, I think we're in the midst of one of the greatest times in terms of innovation, revolution, um, when it comes to ChatGPT and certainly artificial intelligence. With that being said, what does that do for the talent development field? I think back to the Great uh, Recession. I think back to uh, the pandemic. And it really prompted people to reconnect with one another. So when you think about all the things that people have to go through in terms of difficult times or technology revolutions, what happens? We end up thinking about connecting with people. We want to connect with people. People felt like you know they were boxed up, if, for lack of better description, when the pandemic hit. So with that being said, what that prompts us to do is, again, to seek out human connection. I don't think this time will be any different, if anything. I think it's going to prompt people to really value human connection. Now, that also puts leaders in a very, very precarious position. Let me explain. When you think about what a leader goes through every single day – conversations, people disappointed, people lacking motivation, uh, you know, demonstrating a negative attitude, and then you have people who are high potentials that want to stay with the company but there's no promotional opportunities. That prompts every single leader to be on the spot and to be able to do what? Have conversations that require navigation because sometimes we don't even know the conversations that are coming. So here's a couple tips for you. Number 1, Schedule time with your people so you can proactively prepare. So, if you're coaching someone where there's not a promotion, what are you going to do? Show up and say, Sorry, there aren't any promotions. Now you can say, Well, first of all, it's awesome. You want to get promoted. Let's start targeting that job that you do want. So, when it does open, we can prepare right now with the goal of getting you there and preparing ahead of other people. That requires a different type of conversation. Conversational navigation is critical. If leaders don't have it, we tend to think what we say doesn't matter as much as it does because so often, and I'll give you the greatest analogy, when we're giving someone feedback and someone is nodding, most leaders literally walk away saying, yeah, they agreed with the feedback. No, they didn't. They were nodding off. They couldn't wait for you to be quiet so they could get the heck out of your office. We tend to think what comes out of our mouth is the gospel. We get ourselves as leaders in trouble. So when you are talking to someone, there is a cause and effect. When you look at somebody and they want to get promoted and you know they're not ready and your first reaction is, (laughs) okay, well, to be honest with you, you're not really ready for a promotion. That cuts deep. doesn't mean you're wrong. Yet there's a different way to have that conversation such as, well, first of all, walk me through where do you see yourself getting promoted? Why do you think you're ready to get promoted. Um, What can I do to assist you? And depending on where you're going to interview, let's talk about the people you're going to interview with and what they're going to be looking for. And then you further explore. And when you ask questions, people will come to their own realization often. Not all the time, but often they will. Yet, the minute you say, well, you're not really ready, you know what happens? They tell five or six other people. And you know what they say? They don't say it accurately or factually. What they will ultimately do is put their own spin on it. Yeah, it's like, he just cut me down. He really ripped me to shreds. And they tell six people who tell four people. Now there's 24 versions of how you respond to one employee. Whether fair or unfair, and quite frankly, at times, it's very unfair. That becomes a part of our brand. Now think about somebody coming to you who wants to get promoted, and you know they're not ready. Yet, what if you were excited to help them? Wouldn't that help them receive your message much more openly, thoughtfully, and professionally? Potentially, probably, certainly a lot better than, well, I'm sorry, you're just not ready. So again, as people know their jobs are going to be affected by AI, it is going to prompt fear. It is going to prompt for some people anxiety. Let me give you an example. I know an instructional designer in the learning and development space, and she saw a tool for artificial intelligence to build e-learning courses, and she said, I thought I was going to pass out. She said, when I saw how quick this system could build something, I just about passed out. And I looked at her, and you could tell there was fear, there was anxiety. And I said, so how are you going to embrace this, and how are you going to use this as it relates to your career? And she said, well, I think it's going to replace me. And I said, well, I don't think it'll replace you. I think it might replace the way you did things. So have you framed it in that context? She said, no, I really haven't. All of a sudden, the tone changed. She started with two questions to look at the situation a little bit differently. Now, that requires conversational navigation. I think I did fairly well. So what we have an opportunity to do, everybody, is to position people to be ready to have conversations. Our conversations, when there is a proliferation of technology and new innovation like artificial intelligence and chat GPT, what's ultimately going to happen is the following. We are going to have people who will have anxiety, nervousness. We have to be ready with our conversational skills. If we're not, we may never see it, yet there will be a cause and effect based on the things that we say.